Welcome everyone to episode 14 of the Daddy Sharps podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And this week, we're only talking about the NFL. It's wild card weekend, Luke. The best weekend in football. And the games this year are some of the toughest to break down. Wild card weekend! Wild card weekend! Can't wait. But you know what? Tough to break down. We are going to crush it, John. Absolutely crush it. We're going to break down each game. And we're going to share what we like, what we don't. And we're going to see if there are any best bets in there somewhere. There's got to be. There's got to be. And then, in this week's deep dive... We've got a little challenge, my friend. I love this. Ever heard those stories about betters picking a team on an over-under and just letting it ride to see what happens? It makes some people very rich, and some, they lose it all. Yeah, yeah. For instance, if you bet the Broncos. Man, I I know. Every week I try to put this in there, man, just just to get under your skin a little bit. Dare you. (laughs) If you bet the Broncos under, though, at the beginning of the year and then let it ride... On the Broncos under, let it ride. Well, you might be rich. You just might be rich. But if you let it ride, say, on the under every year for the past 16 years on the Army-Navy game, you would be rich. And then you would have lost it all this year after that streak was broken. By the way, the Daddy Sharps made the over this year in that game the best bet. Oh, it was so good. I'm just saying. I'm so saying. good. Plus, I always wanted to say it. We've got a guy. We've got a guy, a friend of the podcast, who has given the Daddy Sharps money to bet on the playoffs, my friend. And we're going to let it ride through the playoffs. We're going to do the streak ourselves. Again, that's coming up on our deep dive later on. But first, let's recap these best bets from last week, Mr. Luke. Let's do it. It was a rough one for me. It was one and two on the weekend, but the journey is the real story here. Cleveland plus three at Pittsburgh. I thought for sure this would be a close game with Watson ready to turn the corner. Nope. Final score here was 28-14 Pittsburgh. Lesson learned. Never bet against a determined Mike Tomlin, preserving his winning record streak. Uh, He's a good coach. What can I say? Houston plus three at Indy. That was my best bet. Like I said, this is not the season where Indy should be favored against anyone. My key to the bet here was my spread killer, Brandon Cooks. We talked about he can score from anywhere on the field at any time and ruin your spread. On this day, he had his best game of the season, going over 100 yards and a touchdown. And even on the last touchdown drive of the game, he converted on a fourth and 12. This dude's a spread killer, Mr. Luke. Houston and the Daddy Sharps cash. They win 32-31. Oh, boy. I don't think I'm ever going to forget this one. I don't think I am. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. (sighs) The New York Jets. We're going to get you through this. The New York Jets plus three and a half at Miami. I loved that number, man. What a number. And with four seconds left, the game is 9-6 Miami. And I'm going to win my bet. I already made the check mark on my little sheet. And then the play. The Jets... They were covering four seconds left in the game, decide to pitch the ball all over a place. They run the worst play in football history and surrender a safety with no time left. Miami wins 11-6 and hands this daddy sharp a bad beat. I'm not going to be forgetting anytime soon. Why the Jets? Why? Why? Because it's the Jets. It, it, that was a bad beat. And and for people listening, we were on the phone and the final whistle blew and the players were on the field and I'm watching the TV and 
all I hear John say is, 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 is that the final? What's the final? What's the final? What's the final? I say, yeah, the, the, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Nine, nine, six. Nine, nine, six. It was so funny. They, they took like, it must've been two minutes to update the score. So you see the ref say safety, but this thing still says nine, six. It was horrible. So let me get this straight. You saw the ref make the, cause I did when the, in the replay, make yeah. the, the signal for safety and you just said no 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 they're not counting it so i'm good yeah i i assume they weren't counting it because they were shaking hands and exchanging jerseys i'm so sorry i had a full 120 seconds where i thought i won <laughs> i'm so sorry and i confirmed uh, that's how two. close we were to two and one on the daddy sharp <laughs> all right all right i'm gonna get to mine uh i would take that bet again by the way uh my first bet best bet was the battle for the afc south and a spot in the playoffs Loser goes home. I took the Titans plus six. It closed at six and a half, if you remember. The final score was 2016, and the Jags moved on to the wild card. Count that as a best bet. Very sharp. Very nice. Next, the G-Men plus 14. I thought I was crazy for taking this. (laughs) I've I've never yelled so many bad, awful things. at a TV during the, than during this game, the, uh, the giants looked like they, they knew that they were just going to lose the game. They just like, didn't even try it until the fourth quarter giants came back to make it a little bit closer than probably it should have been. I don't know. 22, 16. I'll take it. More importantly, they covered another best bet winner. And finally, I, mean, I think everyone is saying the same thing. Cleveland. Yes. Killed everyone. Ugh. I had the teaser. I had a teaser with the chargers up to eight and a half. With no starters for most of the game, that leg covered. But the Browns, man, they they just quit. They just quit. And, and I quit them. I will never bet them again. <laughs> you're, you're off Watson. Ever. <laughs> He's dead hey, to you. Let's move on to wild card weekend, my friend. Oh, so this week, instead of just talking about the best bets, we only got six games. Let's talk about every single game and see what we're going to bet in these games. So, Luke, start us off with your home team, my man. That's right. Seahawks at the 49ers. This is a Saturday game. This is the one that kicks it all off. 49ers favored by nine and a half. The numbers come down a little bit. The over-under is 42 and a half. The weather, this is the only weather game. So let's not talk about weather from here on out. But this is the only weather game. Calls for rain during the game. So keep that in mind. Let's talk the spread first. This is a game between two teams that know each other very well. The 49ers have owned the Hawks this season. The Seahawks covered the spread in their second game with a late fourth quarter touchdown. That's some good news going into this one. Look, if I take my heart out of the equation here, the 49ers, no doubt, they're going to win this game. I got to be honest with you, though, John, nine and a half scares me. Maybe tease it down to to two and a half. You know, the 49ers, uh, is there any way the Seahawks cover here at, at nine and a half? Oh, so I I was telling you, I'm looking at the NFC side. This is going to sound crazy. I'm looking at the NFC side of the bracket here. Crazy as it sounds, I think this is San Francisco's toughest game of the whole thing. This is a team that knows them. But, but, Mr. Luke, here at the Daddy Sharps, we use cold, hard facts and data and it all points to the boys from California. San Francisco's 11 and 6 against the spread this year. Seattle's only 7 and 10. Took a close look at these two teams. The spreads over the last 5 years. This is the biggest spread between these two teams since 2018 when Seattle was minus 10 and they covered 43-16. 
So the book usually has this rivalry right. <laughs> Seattle has not been playing well as of late, going one and eight against the spread over the last nine. Oh, and two when the spread's between seven and 13 and a half. And the last time they were a big spread like this, they were 10 and a half point underdogs at Kansas City earlier this year. They failed to cover there, losing by 14. Now, if we go back to that last time these guys matched up, oh, Kittle. George Kittle came out of nowhere and demolished the Hawks in the last game, going for 93 yards and two touchdowns. And Debo Samuel was not playing in that game. Quietly, he's back. He's safe. He's healthy now. And you didn't hear a lot of stuff about it, but he was playing last week. All my data is leaning San Francisco to cover anything less than 10. So it's nine and a half right now. It's probably a game I stay away from, though. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. All right, I'm gonna rethink this, but uh, I'm I'm gonna stay off it for now. Um, you, you're gonna have to hold me back, but I'm a Seattle fan. I I gotta I gotta I gotta get some action. Just on a there. little. Just a I'll little. figure it out. Maybe maybe I go to props. I don't know. All right, let's talk over under real fast. The over under is 42 and a half. Our model shows that the over hits here, but with Geno Smith's turnovers in the last few weeks, 49ers defense in a playoff game, and, and he got the rain as well. Uh, is the under the better play, or is this like no play at all? What do you think? Oh, so for me, growing up a Denver fan, my man, we got the Shanahan mantra here. Run, 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 which usually leans towards the under. That's a lot of clock control. And in this game, Shanahan has a huge mismatch with the 49ers eighth ranked rushing offense versus the Seattle 30th ranked rushing defense. I see a lot of running in this game by the 49ers, meaning this under should be in play. I'm still too scared to lay the cash, though. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. All right, <laughs> let's move on. What could be the game of the weekend? I'm really looking forward to this Love one. Chargers it. It. at the Jags. Chargers favored by one and a half right now. The over-under is 47 and a half. I'm taking the Jags and the points. One of my best bets. We're going to call it a best bet from Luke here. The Jags are rolling right now, and they're being disrespected at home after blowing out the Chargers in week four especially. These two are tied in strength of schedule, but when you look at offensive efficiency, the Jags have a huge lead in that category. Chargers are horrible, especially when it comes to efficiency in the third quarter. At my book, Right now, the money line is is plus 105, but I think I'm going to take the points and the insurance in what should be a close game. That's just how I roll. It's a smart play. It's a smart play. I think whenever me and you talk about all these wild card matchups, this dominates our conversations. This is the game that me and you wanted to see. The Chargers are on a short week. They're crisscrossing the country. Bosa and Williams got hurt last week in a meaningless game. Williams was carted to the locker room with a back contusion. This really is the game that I think we're both most excited to see. And I actually bought them real early at plus two and a half. I like the Jags here. That's that's one of my best bets too. Jags plus two and a half. For me, the coaches really make a difference. Staley makes some very questionable calls in games. Going for it on his own into the field, not taking field goals when he should. And then look at last week. Playing all of his starters in a meaningless game deep into the third quarter where a couple of his stars get hurt and they still lost the game to the Denver Broncos. A top five draft pick team. On the other side, you have Doug Pedersen who has been here and done that. This is the guy that led the Eagles on that magical playoff run with a backup quarterback and won it all. 
I think he is a he has a huge advantage here over his counterpart for the LA Chargers. And then you have our numbers. Luke, when we crunch this game, they're saying the Jags are actually going to win it by at least four points, almost five. So my best bet here, Jags plus two and a half. Jags plus any points. Yeah, I, I may lay that one and a half. I'm so happy for you getting that two and a half. I may lay one and a half and the money line. I don't know. Call me crazy. It's wild card weekend. It's wild card weekend. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. For the over under 47 and a half. I've got nothing. No bet from it from me here. Me neither. I don't like the total, but there's a very interesting little prop that I do love. Keenan Allen receiving total is over 74 and a half right now. Give me the over on this bad boy. This is Herbert's security blanket. And if you go back and look at the secure at the at the games in big games, the bigger the game, the more targets and yards Keenan Allen gets. Since December, Allen has been over 74 and a half yards five out of six games. His volume is huge, too. You look at that same stretch, over 40 catches in the last five games. This guy has been Herbert's man. And this is the guy he looks for in the red zone. This is the guy he looks for on third down. When he needs a big play, he looks for Keenan Allen. I like his over in this game. Yeah, especially with Williams out. Good call on that one. All right, let's go to the Sunday games. Let's start with the Dolphins at the Bills. Should have been a good game. Whether or not a factor, the Bills favor now by 13. The over-under is 43 and a half because Tua has been officially ruled out in this game. So are we going to get Skylar Thompson for the start? It looks like we are. Is he enough, John, to take Miami and the points here? Uh, So Luke, Luke, I love how you said it, though. Should have been a good game. (laughs) <laughs> here, here we are another divisional game this round is going to be tough looks like we have according to a miami beat reporter an article that i saw today skylar thompson's actually going to be manning the ship here i don't think it's going to go well for him either uh they say that bridgewater with that dislocated pinky is actually going to be an emergency backup this is skylar he's a rookie seventh rounder This is Skyler's third game in the NFL. So now the tape is out and the Buffalo defensive coaches are studying it. They have two games to prep for this guy. No element of surprise anymore with him. And to be quite honest, in his last game, he only put up, well, he only put up nine points because we all know where that last two came from. (laughs) Both both games were tight between these two earlier in the year, but Tua was playing in both of them. I like Buffalo here. I love it. Anything under 10, but I'm kind of leaning your way. I, this could be a blowout here. Yeah. It could Real be a bad. blowout. Yeah, I'm really tempted to take the minus 13. Just go for it. I mean, right. I don't yeah. know. I, I put in under 10, like a safe, but I don't think I have to be safe here. Maybe not. No, oh, we'll see. On to the over under, which is 43 and a half. Again, would have been nice to get that under earlier this week, right? When it was a yeah. few points uh, above this. But with two out, everything tells me to stay away from this game and this bet. Uh, enjoy your breakfast, folks. And enjoy the pre-gaming <laughs> for the other two games yes. that are coming up. That's what I'm, I'm going to be doing. Have it on in the background. <laughs> so I'm right I'm right with you on this one, too. No, no bet on the total for me. All right. Let's go to the middle game then, shall we? The New York Giants. At the Vikings, this could be a really good game. Vikings giving three, the over-under 48 and a half. Vegas obviously loves these numbers because this is the one game that really hasn't changed at all yet. I equally love 
and hate this game for the same reasons. The Giants are a weak team that made the playoffs. The Vikings, I think, are a worse team that just keeps on winning. What the yes. heck? Yes. When they played each other in week 16, I mean, the Giants had more passing and rushing yards than the Vikings. The difference in that game, to me, was turnovers. There were two made by the Giants and penalty yards. They had a massive amount more than the Vikings. I don't think the Giants will do that again. I am making the Giants plus three one of my best bets. Oh, baby. I couldn't agree with you more here, Luke. I actually rewatched this game today, and the turnovers were killers for the Giants. They had one fumble that was in the 30-yard line. They were about to score. So they were able to move the ball on this Vikings D and keep it close. Our numbers show the Giants won't just cover, but they're actually going to win this game outright. My best bet here, going with you, Luke, New York Giants plus three. If you can find three and a half, oh, my goodness, buy that right away. I don't think we're ever going to see it, though, do you? I don't think we will. If anything, I think uh, I don't think we will. I think I think Vegas likes it just where it is right now. Unless some money starts pouring in late. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, is a money line in play here? I, I you know, do you just take a flyer on the Giants? It's a good payout. Yeah, I'm I'm steering clear there. I got the points. Let's talk over under. It's 48 and a half in this game. That's pretty high. The over though hit in week 16 and that total was 51 but i still have nothing here not gonna bet it yeah i don't i don't don't like the total in this game i'm gonna i'm gonna be staying away from that one it's gonna be a good good game especially after the pre-gaming and the breakfast from the game before bloody mary time bloody mary time bloody mary time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right Another good game that that could have been, but I I think it still will be. I think there's still potential Sunday night football, the Ravens at the Bengals. The Bengals now favored by eight and a half. The over-under has gone down. 41 is where it is right now. Lamar Jackson, not going to play. It's official. Huntley was limited in practice today with tendonitis. So does that mean he's going to play? There's a couple things to talk about here. One is the business side for sure. A lot of people talking about this. The Ravens, we all saw that they that they paid Roquan Smith a huge contract. Huge and they money. haven't done a deal with Jackson yet in a contract year. So, you know, on one side of things, why would he play? I, you know, there's a business decision to be made there. However, does this game depend on Jackson or, or not? Does it make a difference if Huntley or Anthony Brown starts for this game? Oh, so... So for me, it does. So Lamar, obviously an electric player. Then you hear the news that his backup isn't even thrown in practice. So you were saying he's resting that tendonitis with the shoulder. Ah, I just, I just don't know. We talked about this game Tuesday night, Luke, and we're able to buy the Bengals at minus six and a half before the Lamar news came out on Wednesday. The Bengals haven't lost against the spread since Halloween. That's a lot of games. These guys show up, they show up for every game and they beat them by more than they're supposed to. My best bet here, I love Cincinnati against any backup, minus six and a half. Yeah, I agree with you. I tend to agree with you, but I just think Baltimore's defense is going to be, you know, it's it's the playoffs. It's going to be, it has the potential to be a good game. Yes. All right. And uh, just because I want some action on the Sunday night game and because I think the Bengals will win this game, yeah, I'm leaning teasing the Bengals with the Jags or the Bucks. So that that's that's a possibility there. Oh. As for the over under 41, 
Uh, you know, it was 42. I think it was above 42 earlier this week. If the Ravens defense shows up, I- I'm leaning the under here. Uh, they'll slow the tempo down, the tempo down. For, um, and, you know, the defense is really good for the Ravens. I think they might limit the Bengals, but the Bengals are so explosive. You know, with Burrow, you, you just, you never know sometimes. They can just, you know, just like that, score a touchdown. So just leaning right now. What do you think? For goodness sakes, it's an AFC North divisional game. This is about the only <laughs> total I do like on the whole week. Right, I actually right. like the under with you. Two teams that know each other very well, playing for a third time on the year. Kind of like that under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that might be a good play. Might be a good play. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Let's. We'll I, I got to see more information on the starting quarterback though before we play that. Yes. And now, dun 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 dun. Here we go. Here we go. Monday night football. Cowboys at the Bucks. Everyone's saying this one is going to be the game of the weekend. Dallas favored by two and a half. That line just moved the last couple of days. The over-under is 45 and a half. I was all over the Bucks in this one at plus three. Then that line moved, and I'm making the Cowboys minus two and a half a best bet. You could also tease the Bucks here, but I'm saying I think the Cowboys cover that with a field goal. What do you think? Oh, Luke, I missed the boat here. I didn't get Tampa at plus three. But I have a crazy feeling that the Dallas fans are going to be betting this one up. America loves betting America's team. And it's already minus 115 right now. I'm going to risk it and see if this number gets to Tampa Bay plus three and a half, my man, by Monday. And then I'm going to pounce like a panther on a rabbit. Other than that, I'm not on this game, but I do like the home dog, my man. Yeah, it's it's whatever whatever the you know the outcome is. If it stays the way it is, I'm on Dallas. If it swings the other way through the half, I'm with you. I'm on Tampa Bay as well. The over under in this game is 45 and a half. I'm leaning over in this one. Tom Brady gets the ball out quickly. He's probably the quickest in the NFL. Probably because he's older, he doesn't want to get hit. But whatever, <laughs> which means that the Dallas pass rush may be ineffective. Uh, Brady's going to find his receivers like he always does against poor Cowboys secondary. A horrible he is the goat after all and for every bad week you know Dak has the Cowboys have a high scoring week the next week it seems I think this 45 and a half is in play what do you think yeah I'm off the total Ah, I keep I keep waiting for Tampa Bay to start scoring in bunches but it never happens they're 6 and 11 on overs this year but here's a bet I do kind of love and if you're a Cowboys fan well, A, you shouldn't be betting. And B, <laughs> and B, <laughs> you might want to cover your ears, earmuffs here. I kind of like this prop. Zeke under 47 and a half rushing yards. Yes, he's only been under that total two times this year, but playoff football is different. And you look at his career playoff games, the 2017 season, he had 125 yards against the Green Bay Packers. 2018, he had 137 yards against Seattle. Then he runs into a brick wall against the Rams for 47 yards. And last year, 21 yards against the San Francisco 49ers. This guy has disappeared as of late in the last couple of years in the playoffs. And the Buccaneers defense is not that bad. 15th ranked rushing D against the run. I like them holding Zeke under 47 and a half in this game. Yeah, that's risky, but I love that one too. Great call. All right. Those are our picks for... This week in the NFL wild card weekend. So let's talk deep dive, John. 
Let's go. Time for our deep dive this week. We've all heard the stories about someone winning a bet and then letting it ride week after week. Yeah, I love reading those tweets about people doing this. You know, <laughs> the trick is knowing though when to say when, right? When is it enough? Where do you let it ride again? Well, we're gonna have some fun and find out for ourselves. All right, so here we go. A podcast listener and a buddy of ours recently handed us some cash, and he said he wants the Daddy Sharps to place it on a best bet, and we're going to do that. And when we win, not if we win, it's when we win, we're going to let it ride through the whole NFL playoffs all the way through the Super Bowl, my man. Oh, I love it. I love it. We're going to make this work. <laughs> yes. Before, but, but before we make our pick, uh, we're doing it just a little bit. There's there's a ton of opportunity here and a lot, a lot of a lot of different choices to make. Like, do we go for it on the Jags plus one and a half or, or do we take like a, a Bill's money line and be safe right off the bat? Or do we split it up? I mean, look, whatever we do, I know this next week after we win, we're going to bet against the Giants or the Vikings. I, I do know that to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And here's some examples of what we're talking about here. Some examples of a streak from this season. If you bet $100 on the Broncos to hit the under in week five and rolled your winnings over into the next week. You, you would end up with a little bit more than $2,500 and change. And if you bet $100 on the Chiefs not to cover and rolled over your winnings from weeks 11 to 15, you would have had more than $2,500. And if you bet $100 on the New York Giants to cover weeks four through seven, you end up with $1,328. Weeks 14 through 18, another $1,328. Not bad. Oh, Totally. And then bet a hundred dollars on the bucks, not to cover weeks three through nine. This was a seven game streak where they didn't cover end up with more than 9,200 bucks. Same. If you bet a hundred dollars on the Ravens games to hit the under and rolled it early in the season, you'd hit seven games in a row, more than $9,200 later in the season, starting week 13, you would be on fire again by hitting five in a row You'd have more than twenty five hundred bucks in your little wallet, my man. That's that's crazy. Those those streaks are insane. I mean, yes. who would have who would have thought like, you know, Tampa Bay would go on a seven game streak where they didn't <laughs> they didn't cover? It's the true. Goat. It's true. You know, there's a big difference between a hundred bucks and ninety two hundred bucks in that streak right there. You're playing with a lot of house money. Yes, I like it. Make some make some dangerous decisions. You love playing with house money, don't you? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> and now for fun. I did a lot of research today. A little daddy sharp research. And, mm -hmm. and this is all based again. If you rolled over a $100 bet, this time in college football. And here's what I did, John. I, I looked up uh, the top five longest streaks against the spread in college football since 1995. Ooh. So I've got the top five for you. Let's start with number five. Can you, can you guess what team? Just guess any team. You're probably not going to get it. Top Although five? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with my favorite team, the University of Texas, San Antonio. Yeah, the Roadrunners. No. Love it, the Roadrunners. No, it wasn't them. It wasn't them at all. <laughs> Penn State. Penn State was 11-0-1. Yeah, and one. Oh. That's a push. That's a yes. heart attack right there if you're on the streak. Could you imagine? Where you was really that in push? the streak? <laughs> So you, oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Now, if you had done that and just rolled it over, you would have won 
a little more than $64,000 starting with just $100. Oh my God. Uh, that push came uh, in October, 2011. Cause I knew you're going to ask uh, Penn state was favored by three at home against Minnesota. They beat Minnesota by a field goal in overtime. Uh, so there you go. There's the push. Oh, heart, heart attack. But he here's when the cash st- on it. <laughs> right. The streak ended at Iowa in September of 2017. Penn State was favored by 12 and a half, and they won by two. Still won the game, but that was the end of the streak. Question for you. A little trivia question for you I'm going to throw oh, in there. Oh, boy. Who was Penn State's star running back at the time during that streak? Oh, you know boy. the answer. Just say it. Saquon Barkley. Saquon. Ah. <laughs> and we wow. love the Giants plus three. That guy is going to be running all over the place. It's going to get me. Minnesota. It's going to get me my money. <laughs> it's a revenge game against Minnesota. I Let's just go. put that together. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Revenge game. <laughs> Minnesota. All right. Number four. The number four team. Temple. 12 and 0 was the streak. Their streak ended against UMass, who was the 14 and a half point underdog. The final score was 29 21. But if you had rolled over just $100 during that streak, $234,378 you would have walked away with. All right, let's move on to number That's three. That's pretty good. Number three, SEC team. If you're at home, you're listening, who is it? SEC. Just think about it. Who would be on a streak? Who would be on a streak? Oh, a streak. If you, if you said, Definitely Auburn. not Vanderbilt. If you said Auburn, you'd be right. Their streak was 13-0. and 0. That streak ended against Kansas State. Uh, the game was minus nine. Uh, they won by six, 20-14. But if you had rolled that money over, $447,450 starting, oh. starting from 100 That is, I guess, if you can get a book to keep taking your money, you know, yes. at that point. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Team number two. Team number two in this run, longest streak since 1995 in college football, Stanford. 14-0 and one. Another heart attack push. Another heart attack push. So I did a lot of research. I couldn't find the push. And then it it just became, I just became like engulfed in this and it was taking away from the thing. So I had to move on. (laughs) The streak though, the streak ended in November of 2011 against Oregon State. If you had rolled $100, you would have had more than $447,000 on that one, too. Another trivia question, though, for you. Oh, boy. Stanford was huge. 14011. Huge. Yes. Who was the quarterback for Stanford at that time? Whoa. Andrew Luck. Am I in? You nailed it. Speaking of of luck, (laughs) we've got a lot of luck this weekend. I'm telling you, we got our best bets. We got our breakdown of the deep dive. We're spending other people's money. And now we're at number one, the number one college football team with the longest streak against the spread since 1995. John, I was thinking about you when this popped up. Tell us who it is. Is it it the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky? The Hilltoppers. (laughs) 15 and 0. Your team. Oh, I love these guys. <laughs> Earlier in the season, I liked them. <laughs> if you had started with $100 and you won your first bet on that streak and you just rolled it over into the next one and the next one and the next one, 15 times, you would have walked away with 
$630,809. Oh, boom. Boom. Boy, you just got to get out. You just got to get out before 16. Right. Exactly. (laughs) That's the only, that's the only trick. Yes. You got to You got to know when. Yeah. (laughs) Quick trivia question for you though. Again, I just, I I had to do this because I ran in as I was doing the research. I just saw the, let's see if you get this one. Ready? Oh boy. Okay. Let's hear it. (laughs) This one's Let's tougher than the others. Yes. Can you name a current NFL quarterback, tight end, and offensive lineman from Western Kentucky? Oh my god! Like I can tell you right now, I'm not going to make the offensive lineman. Uh, you, you might. You might. Oh, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bailey Zappi. Yes. Yes, that's the quarterback. Well, tight done. end. I think you're trying to trick me here. Some kind right. of trickery. So I'm going to go with. Taysom Hill. No, that's not oh. right. I don't even know where he went to school. Oh, and an offensive lineman. I'll give I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. The tight end. The offensive lineman could also be considered a tight end. And the offensive lineman played basketball, I believe. Not necessarily football. Antonio Gates? Former Seahawk. Jimmy Graham? No, 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 no. Basketball Seahawk? Big, more, more, more no name. Oh, who Disney. made him? Who, who made no? He went, <laughs> he, he went to UW. All right, let me give you a let me give you a clue on the tight end. Plays for the Rams. Uh, Everett, Tyler Higby. Oh, yeah. What what is with the names down there? Zappy Higby. Higby, and the other one was Fant. Noah Fant. Oh, he started as tight end, and then he moved to offensive line, and and uh, kind of yeah. interchangeable. And uh, very uh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> let's move on to the to the biggest bet ever, the Army Navy game. Yes. Hit the under sixteen years in a row, and then you listen to the Daddy Sharps this past year, and we told you, no, it's going to hit the over because our data and research says it will, and it did. But if you had placed a one hundred dollar bet and rolled it over for sixteen years, granted, sixteen years is a long time, you would have walked away with. $3.1 million. Pretty darn Not good. Not bad at all. Not bad at Pretty all. Pretty darn good, my man. All right, let's like- just, let's let's spend someone's money. Let's spend our buddy's money. Let's discuss this. What are we what are we gonna pick? We got a lot so, of options. So here, here's the ground the ground rules here. Discussed it with him today. We have so actually the entire backstory, my man. It came from a fantasy football league. He finished way outside the playoffs. And he only won for getting high score one week. So he won $100 for getting high score. And he leaves it in the hands of the daddy sharps to make some real cash off this thing. So the question I have to you, Luke, do we on on wild card weekend, do we put it all on one bet or do we break this $100 up? And it's all got to be rolled over to the next week and all of it's got to keep getting rolled over. It's tough, man. It's tough. Now, I I do think, you know, I'm a fan of the teasers here. I do think there's some teasers in play that we should consider. I, you know, Cincinnati is at eight and a half now. Teasing it down, you get it. You can get a two and a half there easily, which which we all think is going to cover. I think that's a safe. I, I consider that a safe bet. Yes. You could tease that. You could tease that with Jacksonville and get the one and a half up. I kind of like that. It's past the seven, right? Yes. It's past the seven. Uh, I kind of also like uh, Cincinnati, uh, you know, minus two and a half and maybe tease it with Tampa Bay. It was at plus two and a half right now. And 
and tease that sucker up past the past the seven as well. We could also go all hundred dollars on the Seattle Seahawks money line. Yeah, we could. That's probably <laughs> it's probably. But we do want to remain friends with this guy. So <laughs> we also we gotta, need a deep. We got to give the, him a daddy sharp bet. We need something a deep tease for the safe. podcast too. So something just... that's safe. <laughs> um. Safe? To be honest with you, uh, I do like. There's also the possibility of just Jacksonville in that uh in that plus one spot just by itself. Minus one ten pays a little a better half. than the teaser. You don't get the benefit of the tease though, but it's a it's a game we're pretty confident in. I like it. For me, for me, it comes down to. Jacksonville plus seven and a half. The Bengals. Uh the Bengals. What was that tease? That would be down to minus two and a half if you get the yeah. if you get the six because they're eight so and a half right now. I like that. Jacksonville Bengals tease or the Bengals plus one. Those are my those are my the Jags plus confident one. And a half. Bet. Yeah, the yeah. Jags. I'm sorry. The Jags. What do you what do you think? You know, I think you and I are are all in on on the Jags this weekend. I think they're the better team. I think that all the models and the data shows that they're going to win. This is obviously going to be a close game. And whenever there's a close game like this, you know, when it comes to teasers, you tease them up. But I, I like the Jags. I think they're going to win this game. They're at home. They, you know, you're kind of leaning just... here, Jags money line. Hmm? Ah. Why do we go safe? One and a half. It's true. I do I, my okay. My vote, final vote is Jags plus one and a half because that's where it is right now. Jags plus one and a half. It is then. We're oh. riding with Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> and we will have this update, and we will be posting this streak as the playoffs go on on our social media channels. So his original stake is one hundred dollars. If we win this bet this week, you got the wild card round. The divisional round, the conference championships, then the Super Bowls. So we got $190 in winnings if the Jaguars win. Right. And then, and then keep it, going. And then 364 and change is the next is the next round. <laughs> in the conference round, he will have won close to $700, 695. Mm-hmm. And if he will walk away Super Bowl weekend with $1,328 in his pocket. And I hope he's buying us a, a round of drinks. That is true. And not Coors Light. Something a little better. Something a little better. Although Coors Light is a premium beverage. We need a sponsorship. <laughs> All right, man. Let's recap our best bets. Kick let's do it. Let's do it. So we agree on a lot of bets this week. We both like the Jags. I like the Jags plus two and a half. I also like the Keenan Allen prop there in that game as well. Over 74 and a half receiving. My other best bet, Cincinnati minus six and a half. I love it under seven. Yeah, it's a good get. Very good get there. Minus six and a half. If you like the Bengals, I don't think you're going to see that number again. All right, here are my best bets on the spread. Take the Jags and the points plus one and a half against the Chargers. Again, Chargers crisscrossing the country in a short week. I like the Giants. 
plus three against the Vikings. Giants performed better in week 16. It just came down to those turnovers, remember? Yes. And those penalties. They ain't going to happen this time around. And again, we've got the revenge game from in, in Minnesota, Saquon Barkley. Ruining, Let's go. Ruining his college streak. Mm. State's college against the spread streak. Quadzilla is angry. One, one more best bet. I'm taking the Cowboys two and a half right now. Or or maybe wait to buy on Monday as more money pours in on that. I like the Bengals tease down against a good Ravens defense as well. All right. What do you think about the over-unders? Then we got those tricky over-unders. The only one I kind of lean towards is the Cincinnati Baltimore under. Luke, you're leaning over 45 and a half in a Cowboys Bucks game. And you also are leaning under in that Ravens Bengals game. Yeah, we will see for sure. What a weekend. Yes. Hey, that does it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. Remember, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. And be sure to check us out on social media. Look for Daddy Sharps on Facebook and at Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be back next week with all our best bets and much more. But first, John, who is your daddy? We are. Stay sharp, man.